Hello, and welcome to episode 253 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Hey, Henny. Yes. So, uh, you have you have a bath, a big bathtub in your new place, correct? I do, yeah. And do you use it? I cleaned it when I first moved in. Like, you, could you and Mark fit in it? Hmm, I mean, not comfortably, but it's big, it's big. like, yes, yeah. we could, but yeah. I mean, we would never. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've only because this morning I was, I've worked out three days in a row, which never happens, but it just happened that with the schedule this week and they know it all sounds fine and dandy when you're planning it until the days that you have to go. And so the first day was like, you know, he said, oh, okay, you're going to do abs and arms today. I was like, okay. But he said, we won't do abs tomorrow. And I was like, oh, okay, great. So that was then Thursday I go. And I was like, what? What am I doing? And he goes, wait, did you think it was going to be easy today? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I did. Said, yeah, I did. Because, <laughs> like, just worked out yesterday. <laughs> and I'm working out tomorrow. Yeah, anyways. But then today was... Um, arms and abs and bum. And so, oh, I mean, my bum's already sore. And he's now, now Diego has like, um, uh, like a strap, not a strap. It's a, a band. He has a band. Yes, a resistance band. But the resistance band says 10K on it. So I guess it gives that much resistance. Right. Like equivalent of. But so anyways, I was like, oh. I saw him like unzip his fanny pack and that's where he's taking it. I'm like, band, you know, like, <laughs> you know, so, so anyways, and he's like, Sandy, come on, come on. He's like, you know, and I'm like, oh, my butt is so sore. Anyways, I thought, you know what? I, I was like, as I was doing it, I'm like, I think I'm going to have a bath today. I really want to have a bath. So sure enough, I went and I've got all kinds of bath bombs and Epsom salts and all kinds of stuff. So I was one and it was like muscle relax or something. And I was like, oh, this one sounds lovely. So I, I put it in and then I put some eucalyptus bubble bath in. Oh, I do love the smell of eucalyptus. And my bath, my the Epsom salts were mint in eucalyptus. Oh, so I would like that. Oh, and I would not like the bath, but I would like the smell. But you, why would you not like the bath? Oh, you know what? And I, then I listened, but then I put a podcast on and I just laid there. Oh, with my eyes closed underneath just loving it however I was loving it until I thought oh you know I might both my big toes only have half a nail maybe right. maybe a little more because I lost both nails this, after can I just pause for a minute because this yeah. story has really took a turn <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't counting on it <laughs> well, I, I thought we were going into full bath mode and now we're talking about toenails but keep going well, but I was in the bath and that's why, because when you're in there, your feet are soaking, right? And so then everything gets yeah. nice and soft and supple. And so I was like, oh, I was like looking at my toe and I was like, and you know, sometimes on the, you know, on the toe, you get like <laughs> dirt or something gets stuck inside yeah. because I'm in, I'm in flip-flops a lot or like yeah. something with open feet. Anyways, and I was like, oh, so then I was like, okay, so I stood up and then I reached over to the sink and I was like opening drawers to get some tools out and whatever. So anyways, and I was like, oh, okay. And then the toenail beside my big toe popped right off. Oh, no. I'm, like, losing toenails over here like there's no tomorrow. Oh. I don't understand. 
anyway, so now I'm like, wow, why did that happen? I can only think that it's also from the injury that happened with the hiking trip last July. Like, this is ridiculous. Is this yeah. how long it's taken? But you know how the nail works, is that the new nail has to grow underneath before it releases the old one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. But it does feel like a long, I mean, oh. it feels like it's been ages since that happened for you exactly. still to be, you know, uh, experiencing Dealing those consequences. I yeah, I know, I know, I know. I was like, oh, man. Anyways, and then I got to thinking, I wonder if Henny ever uses her bath. I have never used it. Mm-hmm. So delicious. Mm. I just, I don't know. So how... How often would you say you take a bath? Well, I don't take one often enough. That's the thing. I mean, it was it's warm here, so I but today, so I thought I'm not going to make the water super hot. But in the okay. winter, when it's the winter time, I would say probably once a month. Okay, yeah, so not, not very a often. Lot. I just here's the thing for a bath for me is like by the time you fill the whole, like by the time you run the water for the bath mm-hmm. and like you fill the tub and then you get into the tub and then two minutes later it's lukewarm. Mm, I, I didn't have that experience. I just. I was, yeah. I mean, I have because I, for me, once I start to wrinkle on my fingers and I got to get out and I also have to have time because I can't just have that without having a shower after. Yeah. Because I do my hair. I'm not going to do my hair in the bath especially when there's Epsom salts in there because it's yeah. kind of slime. You feel a little slimy, right? I, well, I've never had a bath in Epsom salts. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Cause it, it really is good. It feels so nice, especially if you're sore, it really feels yeah. nice. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm trying to think like a hot tub. I like. Yeah. And it's sort of the same idea. Kind of. I don't like jets special all over me. I don't that that the uh, people like sitting in front of them. I cannot handle the the feel of the jet going up against my back. Right. It depends. It has to be like if it's if if the jet is like uh like pr- if that amount of water is pressing like on a knot in your back like if you have like some tension yeah. in your back ooh, that can feel so good it's like a little massage no okay but same thing happens when i go to a uh to get a pedicure and they have the chairs that have the massaging thing they always want to turn them on please i don't want that thing on it's like you know it's i mean like i don't like it at all yeah <laughs> but depend, depending it. depending on the cha- like a lot of those chairs are awful like a lot of those chairs are awful. Yeah. So that's not that's not exactly the same as a jet in a hot tub. But I can appreciate that yeah. that the jets are not necessarily the thing that that I find with the hot tub jets is that they uh, like produce a lot because they're moving the water and they're agitating the water. I feel like it's very like a a very strong smell of chemical like wafting, uh, and I don't necessarily like that. Yeah. Because um, I would be the same as you, like when you're saying about the bath, like then you need the time because after the bath, you have to go for the shower. I mean, the mm-hmm. hot tub's the same. Like after you get out of the hot tub, then you need a yeah. shower because now you need to like yeah, get wash all the chlorine all the, in the chlorine off yeah. your body, right? But but the yeah. the the experience of sitting in hot water, I like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I like. I I find that, especially like, 
for me, I mean, my parents have a hot tub at their cottage. And so for me, the hot, like the idea of sitting in the hot tub goes along with mm. like being at the cottage, relaxing, yeah. and then like sitting in the hot tub at night. It's like cool out because it's outside, right? Yeah. So it's cool outside, but the water is hot and, yeah. and it's a social thing too, right? Like, cause you're For sitting sure. in the hot yeah. tub with another person or a group of people and like chit chatting yeah. and everyone's got a, dr- like a cold drink and, you yeah. know, so like that whole experience is quite fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know the, the bath, it just, I should, tr- okay. I should try it once with the Epsom salts, like for the whole yeah. experience of, you know, of muscle relaxant, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not convinced. I'm, I'm not sold okay. just yet. But okay. I do have a bathtub that I could use. You could and it's, use. And it's like, and it's deep and it's large. So, yeah. you know, it would, because that's the other thing, like with a shower tub, like combo, yeah. often those tubs are, I mean, they're great if you're, you know, putting two inches of water in there to like yeah. bathe some small children, but yeah. they're not so great if you That's are a full adult size body climbing in, Correct. you know? Yeah. Whereas I do have an actual tub that is meant for adults to soak in. So yeah. I don't know. I should probably give it a try, but <laughs> but I don't think this is gonna I probably happen. won't. <laughs> <laughs> then she'll have to clean it after. Right. <laughs> but I will tell you, I also now, because I have this new, because I have this beautiful big bathtub, I also have a beautiful big, like, stand-up shower that is just uh, the shower. Like, the, it's yeah, not the that's shower nice. tub, it's just the shower, and it's yeah. huge, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I really, I, I enjoy, I really enjoy having a shower. Like, I really yeah. enjoy that experience and so yeah. every morning that I go to take a shower I think I love my shower right I really do I really <laughs> love my shower <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness okay so the other thing is so yesterday it's like I'm walking down the stairs and there's 16 stairs to walk down from one level to the next mm-hmm. and I I get to the bottom and it's just as I put my foot down uh-oh. There's like all this noise and things I can hear shake like a glass rattling and whatever and I'm like what is happening and it was an earthquake. And so it was happened at like 355. I think it was a 5.7 oh, and wow. it went for a long time. Oh wow. And and here's the thing I'm like I don't even know what I would do like I, like if it really happened. I mean one other time it was bad and I stood in the doorway, like in the bathroom, the frame of the door. Cause I was like, Oh my God, this is scaring me. It was like six in the morning. But this one, well, I sat on the couch and the dog came and sat beside me and other, I could hear outside people's dogs were barking away. There was like horns going, all kinds of stuff. And, um, and I just sat there, but it'll, it's, it's strong and and you can really feel everything rocking and then it then it kind of goes you think it's gone away but then it's like minor and sometimes then it gets more like it builds up again right and so that that's the scary part is like 
is this like going to be the big one at some point? Like all right, of a sudden, it's right, going right. to like. <laughs> Meanwhile, they the last time they had like a really bad earthquake in Peru was like the seventies. Mm-hmm. But you get worried with everything that's wonky in the world going on, you know. And anyway. Anyways, that was the exciting thing. So then when I took the dog for a walk at six, I'm right. walking down the street. And if if I was in Canada, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, it's going to pour rain soon. It is oh, so wow. black. But it doesn't, you know, quotations, rain here. But last night, it, I said to Phil, it's raining out right now. And it was like you could hear it pelting on the top of the outside um, tarp oh, thing. Oh, okay, okay. Thing. Yeah. Um, but when I'm walking down the street, a dog is like, you know, doing his sniffing, sniffing every, everyone else's pee as at least going along. And, um, I'm just kind of standing there and I see this woman walking towards me and she's like smiling away at me. And I was like, okay, I was just kind of like, look, I wasn't really paying attention. I'm like, so she got really close to me and she's smiling away. And so I smiled at her and then she's literally just start speaking to me in English. I, I don't know who this woman is. She is, and she's, she's Peruvian. And she's like, oh, did you feel the big storm? Uh, I said, the earthquake? I said, yeah, I did. She was, oh, it was so scary. Very long. I said, oh yeah, it was. And then she walked by and I was like, that was random. That's so weird. But like, so you truly don't know who this woman is. I, I should not even, I, I'm at the very corner of my street. It's not even someone who lives in my building. I have no idea. I've never seen this woman before in my life. Oh. So it was totally random. So then I walk around the corner and I'm walking and I see some guy pull up in like a, a big truck. And he, I actually thought to myself, buddy, you just left your car running and then you've just gone into the building. What, what are you, I, are you, what are you doing? Someone's going to steal your thing. Yeah. Anyways, but I was walking up closer and then he came out of the building or whatever and he walks by. He says, oh, hi, how are you? What? English. Fine. Are you wearing a sign? I know. <laughs> are you wearing a name tag that says, hello, my name is, please talk to me. Like, it, what, and I only speak go- English. what <laughs> is going on? I have no idea is off its axis like now people are speaking to me in english as i'm walking up the street <laughs> random strangers was, was it actually a dream but maybe it was a dream <laughs> i do not know i do not know That's oh so my goodness strange, Andy. it was very strange it was very strange <laughs> anyway well i'm i just started reading a book yesterday and uh i think that someone there were some people in my book club that were talking about it and so I was like oh that sounds good and I put it on hold anyway so now it's like weeks and weeks and weeks later and so finally this book has come available to me so and it's called mother comma nature like mother nature okay yeah and the author is Jedediah Jenkins oh we know who Jedediah Jenkins is okay maybe you told me about it I know that name. I, did we not already listen to a book by that Jedediah Jenkins? You know what's Jed- I don't know. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. I I feel silly if I if if you're the one that talked to me about it and now I don't even know. No, I don't think I did. Yeah. No, I I didn't. But I know that name. Okay. So so I start listening to the book, 
And right away from the, like in the very beginning when like in the prologue, it's a, it's a memoir. And right away in the prologue, you realize sort of what the, like what the, the point of the, not really the point, but like what the scope of the book is going to be. And so this guy decides to go on a cross country road trip with his mom and he's 38 and his mom is 74, I believe. And so the two of them are going on this cross country road trip. And the reason they're going is because when his mom was first married, yeah. She and her husband at the time yeah. walked this cross country like they walked from yes like from from Nashville all the way to Oregon or like like something I maybe have those places wrong but mm-hmm. like it was something wild like it was a ginormously long walk and so yeah. now the the like Jedediah, the son, he and yep. his mom are retracing their steps, but they're doing it like in the car. Yep. And and so it's Sandy, I'm halfway and I I'm just fascinated by it because I just I love this man so much. Like the way that he writes about his mom and the way that he loves his mom, but the way that he really, really is struggling with like her views on things and how they're different from his views. Yes. 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 And he's a gay man who is out and she is very conservative, very religious and not at all accepting. Yeah. And, and so, and so he has this whole part where he, you know, where he, where, like, there's just, like, pieces of the book where sometimes it's, uh, like, him writing about the experience, and then sometimes it's, like, past emails that have been sent back and forth between him and his mom, and then some, some of the sections actually are excerpts from his mom and his dad's book, because I guess his parents wrote a book about their walk and published Mm. it and and so it's a real like hodgepodge of of texts that help you like learn and understand who these people are and Mm -hmm. the whole time like I'm only halfway through the book but the whole idea of this like going on this trip with his mom is partly because he wants to spend time with his mom Partly because he knows that this will be like that she's really looking forward to retracing the steps and he's interested mm-hmm. to do it with her. But then yeah. also partly because he really wants to like force himself to have a frank conversation with his mom about her not really accepting who he is for for the person that he is. And yeah. and like at this point in the book, he hasn't been able to bring it up yet. Like he's, you know, and he, he's berating himself for being afraid about it. And I, Sandy, it is one of the most beautiful and heartwarming and uh, like really? soul wrenching things I have read in a very long time. And I just feel like at some point I'm going to cry. Like I haven't, cry yet but I feel like it's gonna be that kind of a book like I don't know where it's going I don't know if it's gonna go poorly or if it's gonna go well but I think either way I'm gonna cry I'm pretty sure okay 
Okay. Yeah, that's I, I just looked and he was he was on. Uh, he was on armchair uh, expert. Okay, okay. How being Christian affected his identity, what sexuality could be like without social rules and practicing not getting a boner. That's what the that's what the introduction is. Uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's a, it is really, it's really yeah. taken my breath away so far. Uh, yeah. As soon as you said, I mean, he's got a, the name, the name itself was, it's memorable. It's memorable. Right? So it's memorable. Yeah. 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 So, so that ooh, wow. is what is, uh, is, is taking me by, taking 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 me by surprise, I was gonna say not really taking yeah. me by surprise in that, I you know I typically I typically go into reading things thinking I'm gonna like them like uh, I so I'm I'm not surprised about that but it is, it's really it's really caught me for sure, right, yeah I see he's written other things too, okay, but um oh maybe I'll have to put a hold on that is it him reading it yes. Yes, place hold. Yeah, I think you do. I think you do have to put a hold on it. I quite like it. I quite like it. Oh my goodness! Oh, that sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. I I really enjoyed the episode with him. I was listening to Armchair oh. Expert this morning. Okay, and um, he had they had a guest on that. I'm just trying to find that the guy's name was. I he was talking about. Uh, biggest super communicator. So I already know that you will want to listen to this ec- this episode. Okay. I think Tim would also really like to listen to this episode. Okay. Um, Charles Duhigg. Oh. Duhigg is his name. I've, and he and he wrote the pa- did he write the Power of Habit? Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Because then I was particular book that they were talking about. Yeah. Oh. It's called Super Communicators, The Power of Habit. Oh, maybe it's two different books. Sorry, that's why they're there. I'm like, what? That's not the same book. Um, I couldn't find Super Communicators on Livy, um, not by him. Um, But anyways, and so then I saw this other book. I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. So then I go to put it, and I was like, you, you, you had a hold on this in 2019. (laughs) Like, okay, I've already (laughs) listened to this book. (laughs) That means I know you've already listened to the book. Uh, I have 100%. Yeah. As soon as you said his name, I, was, yeah. I knew it. I knew that one. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I, tell I was me, reading. Tell me about a super yeah. communicator. Well, you know, I can't, my memory is really terribly bad, but they talked about just the art of having a conversation with someone, especially if you've already um maybe made some sort of an assumption about them um like the an example would be you know that you've just met somebody you really like and then you go to their house and they have a confederate flag hanging outside gotcha yeah and so do you let this one aspect of their life like you completely just shut them out or do you start asking questions? It's like, you know what? I'm really feeling that that kind of makes me feel yucky that you have that. What you know, why is it that you have that? Can right, you tell right, me right. more about why you have this? Mm-hmm. You know, and to open a conversation, uh, just the dialogue between um, people who have differing 
views, who um, differing opinions mm. on things, and how you have to really work on those type of skills to um, become a better communicator all round. You know, yeah. So that was so that's just one example. They also yeah. talked about talking about race is another thing. Um, they, you know, between the the through the two hosts and the the um, the guest, they yeah. talked about, you know, whether you're a uh, conservative or a Democrat, oh, yeah. you know, who you're voting for. It doesn't necessarily mean that you like everything or you stand behind everything, maybe, right. but you are completely opposed to someone on the other side, you know, so like finding, but you you make assumptions and cut people off without necessarily asking just to find out information and open communication. Right. So, right, right. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it was much more than that, but those were no, the, the, the examples that they were giving. Yeah. Uh, and because he was, he was commenting that he listens to armchair, uh, like a, a lot of their different um, shows right. and how, how good they are at that. And asking them, like, what is it that they feel like why why they're so good at communicating? And so Dax said, middle child, growing up in a house where there was a lot of chaos, you're the person that's trying to make everything right. So you're almost like the negotiator. And so you have to have conversations that are with people who are on the outs against with each other mm -hmm. and and you know, you're not wanting to take sides, but you're gathering information and asking people why they feel the way they feel and that you get, you start getting really good at it. Mm -hmm. They also, one of the big things was talking to someone and once someone has been vulnerable with you yeah. is that the correct response or way to, to answer would also be to share some sort of a vulnerability with them. So that they don't feel judged or shamed or mm. um, on the outs that they actually understand that you've been in. It doesn't even, it doesn't even need to be this, a similar type of situation. Mm -hmm. um, and so f for Dax, he, he um, often, you know, shares that he was dating some girl who, and then she'd said that she had been sexually assaulted and he wanting to make her feel better it was she was the first person that he had ever told that he had been sexually assaulted by um, a male family member. Right. Because he wanted to make her feel better. So by also sharing a vulnerability, he was doing that. Well, yeah. you know, but, but that took her for him to do it. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and with Monica, she said, I always felt she was always trying to fit in somewhere be just because of her brownness. Right. And it wasn't like there, she said, I, I did it out of necessity. I had no option but to mm -hmm. try to fit in with people and to ask questions about why things, because I did not know it wasn't the way that I grew up. And it was mostly white people, um, you know, that I went to school with. And so there were things that I just didn't understand because it mm -hmm. wasn't something that that I uh, I was exposed to. Yeah. So, so anyways, I mean, the, the book, I, like I said, I went to look for the book. It looked really, it sounded interesting, but it it's not available on Libby yet. Right. So right. I'm not sure exactly when it's come out. I'm, okay. So anyway. Looks, looks, sounds like it could be interesting. I mean, 
when you are in, I don't, I was going to say like, depending on the, the position you're in or the job that you're in, but even just living life, like the ability to communicate is so, so important, right? Whether you yeah. are, you know, in a, in a job where you need to, for example, like a managerial job where you have people direct, like directly reporting to you, mm-hmm. or if you're in a position where you're, you're uh, cu- like front facing to customers, yep. you know, if mm-hmm. you're in a, like a professional job where you have to interact with people all the time, you know, like you really have to be, you have to be able to communicate in, in that you have to be able to speak and be clear and be understood, but you mm-hmm. also have to be able to communicate in all those other ways too, by, you know, reading the room, by yeah. you know, recognizing verbal and nonverbal cues, by mm-hmm. seeing, you know, like there's so much that goes into communication that, and some people are incredibly good at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's interesting. I would be interested in that. In that, yeah, idea. yeah, it's it's interesting. Only thinking about, you know, do we think that that people like the uh, the level of communication has decreased with the amount of time that like people now are working? If you're working from home. I mean, you're communicating, but you are, you, on a screen or on the telephone, you only have, you know, uh, so many cues available to you to, uh, mm-hmm. to know how the other person is receiving the message that you're giving mm-hmm. or sharing the information, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was like teaching online or having a student in front of you. Can you really tell if a student is struggling Maybe by their facial expressions, but they could also just be sitting there nodding in agreement. You think they understand. Mm-hmm. They haven't got a clue of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And that's if they have their camera on. That's if they have the camera. That's, a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Otherwise. whole other element. But no, absolutely. Like every level of communication is a little bit different. And even like the, you know, with working from, you know, working from home or working remotely or, you know, even just with the advent of the ability to communicate through technology, you know, that increases the amount of communication that is done through email, for example, you know, and that is such a different form of communication Mm -hmm. than sitting and having a conversation with someone, you know, like there are certain things that need like that for myself, like there are certain things that I am like, I want this to be communicated to me in this way. Or I, if I have to communicate this, I would like to communicate it that way. You know, like there are some things that I'm happy to communicate in a text message. There are other things that I'm like, I have to pick up the phone and just like, we need to talk about this or, or this is a conversation that has to wait until we're in person, you know? And I don't, I mean, that's true with the two of us, but I think just in general, you know, like there are different levels of communication. And so then depending on what information has to be shared, uh, the, the way that I would like to share that changes. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, the thing is, is that we have, like you're saying, a lot of different ways to communicate information and to um, share things with people. Mm -hmm. 
but those all of the you know, I mean, if we think back, we, I mean, at one point we just had really the phone and in, in person mm-hmm. or a letter, mm-hmm. yeah. right? All of the other things that now are available really should only have been added to, not a replacement for necessarily Correct. the face-to-face in-person uh, communication, right? Mm-hmm. But there, so there, I also have different, there's different things like I would rather communicate. I don't mind communicating things through like an email or um, messaging. I especially like to communicate that way if I'm seeking information from a business. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, for sure. Where I know then I can like put specific things, points and whatever. Mm-hmm. If, they're, if their website or whatever doesn't offer all of that. I really, I'm weird about phoning. I don't mind phoning people I know. Okay. But to phone something where I have to like ask, like I, I don't know what it is. I don't like it at all. I get very anxious. I have to almost work myself up to the point to be able to do that. Okay. Did Don't you? Ask, were you always like that, or it's always that way? No, always. I was always like that. Okay. Always, always like that. Yeah. See, yeah. <laughs> and for me. I don't mind at all, like cold calling a company, like because I have to call someone to ask yeah. about a return policy or like whatever. Like I have no problem. I have no. Pro- I mean, it's annoying because it's going to take time, and so I'm yeah. annoyed about having to do it because I'm going to be on hold for 13 minutes. But like I, 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 those types of phone calls they don't bother me. The phone call that I hate to make, and I have hated this since I was a young child, and I continue to hate it to this day, okay. although it's better now that people have cell phones so that I know that if I'm call, like if I have to call someone that I know they are the person who's going to hang, they're the person who's going to oh. pick up. Yeah. I hate, I hate, I hate calling a home phone number and not knowing who's going to pick it up. Okay. Because there's something, I have a strange phobia and it's, it's similar to my, like my phobia of like arriving someplace and the person I'm supposed to be meeting is there, but I don't see them. It's the same kind of phobia. My phobia is that I phone someone who I know and they pick up the phone and say hello and I don't realize that it's them. And then I ask for them and it's them and I feel like an idiot. Okay, on the phone, that's ridiculous. Sandy, I people have can a, sound like people can sound like other people. I know that logically this makes no sense. <laughs> and so if interesting. I were, if I were to call someone and then ask for them and it was them, like it's no big deal. Like no one thinks that's a that's a weird thing. Yeah. It just it makes me feel so dumb and I hate it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and so I I I don't like to phone people that I know or like people that I like marginally know. You know, yeah. I rather call someone like a complete stranger. Yeah. Okay. But now with the ad, like like I said, with the advent of uh, cell phones. It's yeah. much better because I'm pretty confident that, like, if I phoned your cell phone, it's going to be you who answers. Right. 
Yeah. Although now that I've told you this one time, you're going to pass yeah, who, it to someone else and I'm going to, and I'm just going to assume it's you and start talking yeah. to you when it's yeah, like, like, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. hey. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but oh, I, yeah. but I agree with you. I, I, if it's something that I would like to be able to, you know, indicate specific details, or if it's something that I want, like a follow-up in writing on any way, I, I much rather just communicate in an electronic way rather than yeah. rather pick up the phone. Yeah, me too. How do you feel about chain emails? You know, when they grow so long? Annoying. Me too. Uh, me too. Annoying. I also really detest people who reply all when it's not necessary to reply yeah. all. Like <laughs> Me too. it's just the, these things that are like you know, really to me seems like common courtesy in a communication yeah. situation. Like, can we not just yeah, you know, well, replying all in both as if it's something that's just between you and I at this point. And then you've replied all so that everybody can read and be like that. Yeah. No, that annoys me. But I'm also annoyed if I'm on the receiving end of the reply all that people have just keep going on and then they write like one little word or something in it. And then why Why are we doing this? So annoying. Now it's a podcast about our annoyances. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's pretty much pretty common for us, actually. Pretty on pretty on brand. It could go on for quite a while. There, there was, there was one other thing that I think that we needed to to chat about, and it's top of mind for me because earlier today I was um, chatting with Tim a little bit, and he was talking about it. And now, before we started recording, you and I were chatting a little bit, and you were talking about it. And so now it's I'm really thinking about it. So I feel like we have okay. to to go back to this. So after we watched the Netflix documentary about the twin experiment, yeah, then we were just talking about, you know, our own like experiences with eating uh, meat products, eating more in a vegetarian like way, the like what eating ve- like eating according to a vegan diet would look like and 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 we both made goals for ourselves related mm-hmm. to plant-based eating right. and and you were just telling me a little bit before we started recording about your you know how things are going for you in that in that regard so I thought maybe we should do a little bit of an update Okay. I mean, I, we, Phil and I will eat at least one plant-based meal a week. Um, this week happened to be two because we had, I'd made a vegetable um, pizza last week and uh, we only eat half the pizza. So the other half was in the freezer and I, we had had it last night, um, but I had the cauliflower steaks with the tomatoes and parmesan that's baked in the oven at the beginning of the week but i also for my lunches most of them have also now been plant-based um you know eating a vegetable-based uh diet more frequently is something that yeah after after watching that was really kind of like "Eh." not that i don't like meat because i do i do like meat and i Mm -hmm. do wheat chicken mostly chicken and beef 
Um, but even that beef is maybe once every two weeks. Right. You know, but growing up, we would have eaten beef or pork, pork a lot. We ate a lot of pork. Mm-hmm. We did up. too. We did too growing up. Yeah. I think maybe just because of price wise. Yeah. It must have been. Yeah. Chicken. Uh, we didn't eat a lot of chicken, so I'm not really sure why we didn't, but yeah. I don't remember a lot of things with chicken, but I know pork chops for sure. Yeah. Sunday roast beef on a Sunday. We would have had, so we definitely had pork chops for sure, pork ribs. Yeah, we would have had ham, like some sort of ham. We would have had a lot of like things with ground beef. So like spaghetti and meatballs was a a staple at my place. Uh, Hamburger patties on the barbecue. Yeah. Hamburger helper, like things like that. Yeah. Floppy Joe's. Part of it would be you guys have a big family, so there was a lot of people to feed, and it's, those are easier um, types well, of meat and, to and use. Yeah, well, and both my parents work, so so I, my my brother and I did a lot of the food prep, right, from oh, a very okay. young age. So yeah. they were easy things for us to do on the stove, too, right? Yeah. So, and, uh, but then, like, Sunday for us would have been, my dad would have done a rotisserie chicken on the barbecue. Uh, okay. So that would have been the chicken that we would have had. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, just let me tell you why you said rotisserie chicken, because you know the thing that was going around with the rotisserie chicken that you just put into a big Ziploc bag and then you just squish it and pull all the bones out? Yes. I did it yesterday. And? I, it, it worked. It would have worked better because it wasn't, my chicken had been in the fridge because I didn't have time when I got home from the grocery store to do it right away. Which oh, yeah, but it has to be hot. But even cold, it was fine. Really? It took a little bit more work back and forth in it. And I had to like really kind of grab in. I, th- I mean, thank goodness it's like a, it was actually Ziploc brand. So it was, it's strong. Um, but and I just literally pulled all the other stuff out. But if it had been hot, it would have been so easy. And I mean, because I, I don't, I like I when I'm doing it, I have to keep washing my hands because I don't like all of the grease and everything that's all over it. Right. So what Sandy is talking about is it must have been a TikTok trend, but maybe uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I would have seen it. I would have seen it on Instagram. Yeah. Too. <laughs> um, and so the the. The trick was you put an entire rotisserie chicken into a large Ziploc baggie. You close, like you lock the Ziploc baggie and then yeah. you just like squeeze it and like, like move it around, mush it around so that all the bones and the skin and the meat separate. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. And so I have like the meats in the bag. That is, that I was like something. Yeah, so that, that just but you talking about rotisserie chicken reminded me. I wanted to t- I wanted to share that with you because I just did it yesterday because we're having chicken chicken uh, wraps for dinner tonight. Oh wow! Okay, which are not vegetarian. No, <laughs> but, but Phil and but I also you... eat a lot of fish too. So you know what? Last week we would have had another. We would have had two vegetarian last week and two veg this week. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. 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 And so. So I had said that the one thing that I was definitely committed to doing was keeping my lunches plant-based. 
And, and since I've said that, I have done that. Okay. I have done that. And I, you know what? I've been perfectly content doing it. I have not, like I used to, if I made a salad, I would have put probably like some, some chicken breast in it. But what I've been doing with salads is throwing, well, I, and this is vegetarian, not vegan, because I've been throwing like a hard boiled egg or two hard boiled eggs. Yep. Or I've been throwing some, uh, like some quinoa or some nuts or, you know, like some, yep. something in it that is not chicken breast, which is my yeah. go-to. Yes. And it's been great. And like whatever. And if I've been having something hot at school, it's been a whole bunch of different things like my Veg- the vegetarian curry that I made or, mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of different soups or stews that have, that are, I'm currently, currently in my slow cooker right now is a, a, a lentil stew that is vegetarian. So yep. got a bunch of different things like that. So then the other thing that I'd said that I wanted to try is I wanted to try and do one plant-based meal for dinner every week, like what you do. Yeah. <laughs> and the first week I tried it and it didn't go well. And the second week I tried it and it didn't go well again. Oh, and no. So this past week, we just, we just didn't. ate, we just ate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just ate meat. So yeah. I think that although I'm happy to, to do this, I think that not all of us are quite ready for that yet. So, yeah. And that's fine. That's fine. No, I mean, that's, that's the thing. That's fine. It's that there, you have to be very flexible because like anybody has to be flexible because you have other people in your life. You have other things that are, are, you know, you're involved in and that it won't always be available to you. So, and I mean, you do what you can when you, you know, when it works for you. For sure. And yeah. there's, and there's no stress or pressure where I'm no, for sure. like, for, yeah. or even like that I put on myself, like it's not, no. it's, I, but I do, um, but, but I know that because it's just me at lunchtime, that's an easy, that's an for easy sure. spot for me to make sure that, that it's, that I'm doing that. And, and it feels good to do that. Yeah. It feels good to do that. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're just not. We're just not all ready for that. Some of us yeah. really still like to eat some meat. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. The so so then I'll I'll say just additionally, part of the reason I was thinking about this today was because like I said, I was talking to Tim this morning and he was saying that he and his partner are like really committed to trying to be as vegan as possible. And not vegan just, vegan. Yes. Yes. And truly, I was like, I was talking to him this morning. I was like, really? Like, I'd, I didn't realize that, that we were like diving so headfirst into yeah. like completely plant-based, like not even animal products. And, and I was like, okay. I mean, and, and so they're, you know, experimenting with some different like uh, plant-based yogurts and, you know, like trying yeah. to see like what, just to see sort of, and th- but this is the thing, like, it's, it's very easy to say, no, I can't do that. Or yes, I'll do that. But like, it's what you really need to do is say, well, I really want to experiment with this, right? Yeah. Like, 
and and see what's available to me see what right. my options are you know and yeah. and uh tim was saying even this morning i mean i didn't ask him if i could say this but i'm sure he, i'm sure he's fine with it he was even saying this morning he's like even like he's like i think of like a burger he's like i i just find if I'm going out somewhere, he's like, I would rather order the veggie burger because it's more interesting to me. Yeah. He's like, every place you go, it's going to be a little bit different. He's like, and sometimes it's great and sometimes it's yeah. not. He's like, but at least it's like fun and interesting. He's like, if you yeah. go, he's like, he's like, maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe, you know, he's like, tell, tell me if this is wrong. He's like, but pretty much anywhere you go, if you order a hamburger, it's a hamburger. He's like, but a veggie burger, he's like, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. But, no, I mean, and there's, there's right. some truth to that. Hundred, there's a hundred percent. There was a, um, uh, like one of those, it wasn't a firkin, but it's like firkin type of pubby kind of place. It's right oh, off yeah. of Young, right off of Young Street, close to where, close to where the house is. And I remember going there with like some WW, Weight Watcher people. And one of the girls had ordered this veggie burger. And when it came out, I was like, what is that? But it had like cashews and like all this kind of stuff. And so I went like, two other times and that's what I was specifically going for was to order that burger because it was so delish yeah so delish so he's right though sometimes you go and you're like not great yeah yeah I don't know what that is but it's not it's better always better I think if they make them in-house yeah than if they've just bought a frozen yeah. veggie burger of some sure. sort. Well, there was a veggie burger brand I used to buy all the time. There was, a, but I mean, with a hamburger, it's the same, right? Like if you go to yeah. a restaurant and you eat like a, a house-made hamburger or you get like, you know, a frozen yeah. hamburger that they've thrown on the grill. Yeah. I mean, that, that's different too, right? Like for sure. There's, there's something about, you know, something being freshly made. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I think that's why the I've enjoyed the hamburgers so much here because if yeah, I mean you can go to and some of them may even make like some of the chains like a Juicy Lucy or whatever. There's one brand that there's a few outlets uh, in Peru, but I mean they're you go to any restaurant, they're all made in house, and so you you know like it's definitely you can tell the difference, you know between it's. it's truly fresh food right yeah 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 and tasty and yummy well speaking of fresh food food and tasty and yummy last weekend um mark decided that he was going to make us breakfast yes which was really more like brunch Correct. <laughs> because it was a long process so he sent me a list of grocery items and food items that we were going to need for oh. for him to make this breakfast and many of which I already had but a few key ingredients that I needed to purchase because what he wanted to make me was saltfish and ackee which is the Jamaican national dish and he and this is something that he has grow like grew up eating mm -hmm. and and he said that he probably makes it for himself like once a month so so he has it relatively regularly yeah but it's but it's a long process so he's never made it for us before I'd never had it and it was quite involved because you buy 
the you buy cod that's been salted to be preserved right and yeah. so but because it's being preserved in the salt you have to boil it so he's like well we have to boil it three times and i was like okay you got to explain to me what exactly that means because yeah. he said so like you just bring it up to a boil and then like yeah. take it off the stove and then bring it up to a boil or do you again. have to empty the water and put fresh water so that's, that's correct he's 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 like, no, he's like, you have to empty it every time. And I was like, oh, of course. I mean, of course that makes sense because what you're doing is boiling out the salt. Right. So, so, so that's what takes so long because you have to do this process over and over again to, to try and get as much of the salt out of the fish as possible. Okay. So that is happening. The fish is being dealt with. But then there's also like this, it's a, it's sort of like this huge breakfast stir fry hash because you've got the fish that you're busy working on, but then in a big frying pan, you've got, uh, first of all, you have to cook some bacon and then, and then you take the bacon out of the pan. Then you have to add all sorts of vegetables, onions, peppers he was very particular that it needed to be red pepper yellow pepper and green pepper i also had an orange pepper and he was horrified you would not put that in there so i was like okay sorry about that i got the wrong color but luckily i still have a yellow so it will be all right so so yellow green and red and the onion and green onion also and then the And then the bacon goes back in and then the fish gets broken up into little bits and you add the fish in and then Aki also has to go in that, which is a fruit. Yeah. And so I said to him, like, would you ever just eat, like, would you put Aki in a Mm. fruit salad? And he was like, no. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just trying to learn a little bit. I never had it before, so I don't know. But anyway, so... And so it's this big, like, colorful stir-fry mash of foods. Like, and so, anyway, it was, (laughs) and then, of course, there's hot sauce in it as well. Sandy, I don't think I've ever eaten one dish that had so many different flavors happening all at the same time. It was delicious. It was so filling and, and, and a real treat, but it was very busy. Like the, yeah. the, the veg and the hot sauce and the fish and the bacon and the, like <laughs> so much going on. And, but I mean, really, really good. Oh, good. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, something, and well, and it, and like fun to have something completely different, something I'd never tried before. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and then he was like, so like, uh, like excited about like yeah. showing it, like sharing that with me. So that was also fun, but uh, it was, it was, it was quite an ordeal. It took a, it took a long time. And so I said to him, cause of course, like he started the process quite early, but it was like 1130 by the time we were eating it. And, yeah. and, and so I said to him, like, would you eat this only for breakfast? Or like, could you, like, could you eat it for dinner? Because it's, it's more, it's more of a dinner kind of yeah. like 
than I would think of as a breakfast food. Yeah. And so he so he said no. He's like he's like you could eat it at any time. He's like he yeah. He said normally he's like I grew up eating it for brunch, like what we're like what we were doing. He's like, but yeah. he said it's not like my egg phobia. He's like I would have this for dinner, whereas <laughs> an, egg, an egg he will not eat afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so funny yeah so funny that was my that was my salt fish and aki uh, experience yeah yeah i'm just looking to see what aki looks like i'm trying to remember what it looks like so it kind of looks like mango pieces like i don't know what the actual fruit looks like when it's together but when it's just like the cut pieces that like f- like that came out of the can it, it looks a little bit like pieces of mango Tropical but it was not as sweet. Edible. It was it was more bitter than than mango would be. Yeah. Okay. So it's saying that you can only eat it when it's ripe, and that there's part of it that actually That's poisonous. Is, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It says that the fried flesh is similar to scrambled eggs in appearance. That's true. I would say that that's accurate because even like the picture of it, like the picture of all of the, like of the whole dish in the frying pan, it does ha- kind of have the appearance that there are scrambled eggs in there, but it, it's not eggs. It, it's the Aki that has that yellow, that yellow color. Yep. It says usage tips must be boiled and the water discarded. Then it can be fried and served with salted cod, onions, bacon, and tomatoes. Yeah. See? Oh yeah. Tomato. Yeah. Tomato is in it too. I'm telling you, Sandy, there was so much. There was so much in there, but it was it was great. It was it was a great time. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I've see. I mean, I've seen like fish that's salted like that. I've never eaten it. Yeah, me neither. And I've seen it in the grocery store too. Okay, you look at it and you're like, "What is that?" Yeah, me too. And so. So, of course, I'm going to the grocery store because I've got this list of stuff I need to get. And one of the things is salted cod. I literally took a picture of it and sent it to him and said, is <laughs> yeah, this like... what I'm supposed to be buying? <laughs> so, I mean, is Tim eating salted cod? Because it says it's, if Spain and Italy and Portugal, there's a lot of dishes that are used salted cod. Huh. I don't know. I don't know what your experience has been, but mine has been that more and it could be because of the culture here but more people like to share dishes like ordering things and then sharing are you and mark shares like phil and i will always order two separate things and share we literally will take half and then like switch the or we'll eat half off our plate and switch our plates yeah we are becoming more and more like that yeah um i would say the more i'm the more flexible I get with my eating, the more uh, likely we are to share things. Yeah. Because because he has always been that way. He has always been like, here, have half of this, or here, yeah. like try some of this, or you know. Whereas, I think earlier, yeah, certainly earlier in our relationship, I would have not been open uh, to like, it, open <laughs> to doing that, or, or capable yeah. of of like having that kind of freedom in my eating. Whereas now. Yeah. Now we will regularly do that. Yeah. 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 It's 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 interesting because not everybody is is open to it. Um. But it is an it's a nice way to be able to try multiple dishes. Yeah. 
I mean, sometimes Phil and I'll be like, you know, I said, oh, I could kind of go for a burger, but, and he's like, okay, well, why don't we order one burger and then we'll order one of these and we'll just split the burger and yeah. I'm like, exactly what I was hoping you were going to say. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I didn't have to say it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's good that way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, oh Sandy, God. this was really fun. Yes. And we'll catch you next week. We'll see you later. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.